What's up, everybody? John Pearl here. Happy Friday. I'm feeling good today. Just crushed a leg workout. Legs are on fire right now as I'm sitting down. My hip flexors feel like they're going to fall off. Getting those legs right for the summer so I can prance around in my short shorts. So my my wife will keep her eyes on me. Not looking around, checking out the other swinging Richards out there. But uh, I'm not here to talk about thighs today. I'm here to talk about developing and maintaining an insatiable curiosity for knowledge and learning and staying current on everything that's changing in the world and how you can make the most of everything that's happening out there with so much changing, with the financial collapses, with economic uncertainty, everything that's going on in the world with Russia and China, with artificial intelligence, with loose monetary policy, cryptocurrencies on the rise. It's super important to maintain an awareness of what's going on and to do your own research and figure out how these things are going to impact everything else. They're all related. So it's super important for you guys to stay current on that. That's my mindset. So I have started doing this over the past couple of years, as I've gotten into real estate investing, I've realized that it's all kind of tied together and you need to do your research on everything else that's happening on a macro scale in terms of what's happening with the banks at the Federal Reserve, what's happening in different local markets where you may be looking to invest and what's happening on a world scale because everything has the potential to impact other smaller things. So if you haven't been paying attention, three of the four largest bank collapses have happened in the past two months. So we had SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, shortly after Signature Bank failed. And more recently, we had First Republic Bank fail. These are three of the four largest bank collapses that have happened in the history of the U.S., it's crazy. Let that sink in. I didn't realize what exactly this means until I started doing more research on it. And in a nutshell, what it means is that it's going to prohibit lending. People are going to be much more tight when it comes to lending. So when businesses are trying to start up, when people are trying to get loans for real estate, it's going to be much more tight for those who are trying to get a loan, get money to start a business, which in turn employs people, which keeps the economy rolling. Additionally, pay attention to what's going on with the Federal Reserve. We've had historical rate hikes happening over the past few weeks. Sorry, but more like the past year. And we could be at a turning point where that's going to, maybe the rate hikes are going to stop and we're going to start lowering the rates again. But either way, it has a big impact on what happens and what happens in the economy. And nobody really knows what they're going to do. There's a lot of hearsay as far as what could happen in either way it could go. But you need to be prepared for either outcome and at least learn how it impacts everything. And so what this led me to is learning more about the principles of sound money. And I really got interested in all this stuff when 
all of the money printing started happening, the quantitative easing, that's another way of saying uh, money creation, when the Federal Reserve clicks a button and creates money, that significantly reduces the value of the current money that's in supply. So tying this back into what's happening with the banks, well, those banks have pretty much gotten an assurance from the Fed that, or from the government, that they're going to be insured and they're going to be backed if they cannot meet their obligations. So yeah, that's good for the depositors who have their money with these banks. But what that ultimately means, if if these banks do go under, if and when more banks go under, then the only way that they can really solve that problem is by creating more money. And what that ultimately does is decreases the purchasing power of the money that is currently in existence. So if you're saving, if you've got $100,000 or $10,000 or $1,000 in your bank account, it just means that it's going to be able to purchase less over the years. If you look back at the charts for how much a house costed or how much a gas to fill up a tank of gas or a loaf of bread or a burger from McDonald's in the 50s and 60s, all of that stuff was significantly lower in percentage compared to what people make on an annual basis. Uh, a good a couple of good resources for learning about sound money principles. It, there's a couple books by a guy named Saifedean Amous. He's an economist and he's written a couple books. He's, he's about to release his third one. The first one was the Bitcoin standard. Yes, I'm a big Bitcoin fan. But the majority of the book is not about Bitcoin. It's about the history of money and what the principles of sound money are and what has historically been used as sound money or hard money and the evolution of money and what makes something hard money. And ultimately, it leads up to Bitcoin, which is the hardest money in existence. There's a limited supply on it. It's capped at 21 million. but for a long time, the hardest money around was gold. And now we've been on this fiat system, the current system that we're on, the US dollar. It's a, a system where we have these notes that are backed by the US government, not backed by physical gold. And it allows for the expansion of the money supply, which again, reduces the purchasing power over time. That's why it's important to invest in hard assets like real estate, gold, silver, Bitcoin, things like that. They all have their different natures and their different benefits. His next book, I'm actually reading it right now. It's called The Fiat Standard. And it kind of goes in and talks about this in the same format, the history of money, but from the fiat standpoint. So super good books, highly recommend it, super educational for learning about hard money principles. But again, keep coming back to this important to develop that curiosity and consistently stay learning and use your time wisely because it's easy to get caught up in the world of entertainment. Talked about this a little bit last week, but we have so many hours in a day and there's going to be so much changing. There is so much changing. If you haven't been paying attention to the rise of chat GPT, and all of the artificial intelligence 
apps, softwares. It's pretty crazy how powerful these things are. Uh, I've even started using ChatGPT myself, and it's pretty amazing. You give it a prompt, and it'll spit out something as if somebody had done all the research for you, and it gives you a well-written document, write-up, whatever it may be. And there's all sorts of different softwares. It's not just for writing, but there's all sorts of things out there. So got artificial intelligence on the rise loose monetary policy, instability around the world, cryptocurrencies, all of these things. It's important to stay current and keep learning and use your time wisely to be able to leverage all of these things and learn how you can take advantage of these technologies or the instability, what decisions you should be making if you want to thrive and build your wealth over the coming years and coming decades. So there's there's this principle called the, the Dunning-Kruger effect that this talking about this kind of reminds me of. And it's in a nutshell, the less you know, the more you think you know, and the more you know, and the more humble you become and the, the more you realize you don't know about certain topics. So with the Dunning-Kruger effect, there's there's four stages of it. So the first one's unconscious incompetence, which means you, you're incompetent. You don't know as much as you think you do. You, th- you, you think you may know about it, but you're not aware that you don't know about it. And a lot of people in this phase, they talk like they're experts and they may not actually be. They're likely not experts on it. A lot, a lot of people like that talking about all of these topics that are happening right now. Next phase is conscious incompetence. You start learning a little bit more and you realize, okay, maybe I'm not an expert on this. And then you start learning more and more. You get to the phase of conscious competence where you know a little bit, you feel good, where you can explain this stuff. And the fourth phase is unconscious competence where you know it so well that it's like a second nature. So try to get to that phase, at least to the conscious competence or the unconscious competence so you know what you're doing and you can navigate these rocky waters that are going to be coming in the future so that's all i got just some random thoughts happy friday take care everybody go on out and get you some thank you for listening to freedom investor radio if you like what you heard make sure to rate review subscribe and share with a friend 